She is a digital marketing specialist who can spin the meanest website around. And he's host of the TV show Buzz, which features nonprofit organizations receiving marketing makeovers. Here on Buzz for Good, we talk all things nonprofit, the people they serve and the good they do. And we talk to creative professionals and provide marketing tips and tools to help your nonprofit achieve more. That's right. Buzz. Buzz. All right, so our good friend Carrie Cousins here with the American Advertising Federation of Roanoke and Director of Digital Marketing for Lead Point Digital. Welcome back to the show here. Awesome, thank you. And today you've got three New Year's resolutions for nonprofits. I felt like it was a great way to kick off the year, right? Love like, it. let's get started on the right foot. All right, so what you got? So, first of all, you need to use data to make decisions for your nonprofit. We talked about this in 2021 when I told you to get rid of Twitter, right? You did. The data said you don't need to do that anymore. Right. So look at, read your data, and use that information to make decisions. Okay. Data that says something's working, keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Data that says you're spending time or effort or money in a place you don't need, consider eliminating those items. Okay. So data not only in terms of like engagement on social media, but what other like uh, uh, looking at Google and your website spends, right? Okay. So say you're spending some money on Facebook advertising mm -hmm. and nothing is happening. Do you need to keep spending that money? Right. Okay. So looking both at money and engagements and other types of data. The other thing to look at is if you're event based, mm -hmm. how many people are attending your event? Is it worth the work you put on? If only three people show up. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. So it's time to rethink that. So use the data, arm yourself with that information, and use it wisely in 2022. Okay. Number one. Number one. So number two, this is the most important thing I can stress to anyone. Make sure your website works on mobile. Yes. Your mobile website needs to be just as good as your desktop website. It might actually need to be better than your desktop website. And your donation portal on your website needs to work on a phone easily. And if it doesn't, you're missing out. This reminds me of something you've once said that the old model was uh, that websites were built on kind of a desktop and then make sure that they still look good on mobile. But really these days, it's the reverse. The website is built on a mobile platform and it also needs to kind of translate to exactly. Yeah. And that goes back to that data decision making too, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at your Google Analytics, you can probably tell where your website traffic's coming from and most of it is probably from a mobile device. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So that's number two. And tip number three is this year consider both virtual and hybrid events if you aren't already. You know, we thought COVID was going to be over in 2022. Maybe we're almost, no, probably not. It's just a good plan. Yeah. And it, the world has changed, right? People like the flexibility of being able to do either or, do some things online, do some things in person. So provide a plan for doing it both ways. Both virtual and hybrid and in person. And in person, yeah. yeah. Right, right. I think, yeah, even if COVID is over, people have gotten used to the flexibility of being able to do that also gives nonprofits the opportunity to expand their reach. If they're doing virtual or hybrid, people who can't physically travel to an event 
they're going to be there virtually and still be able to engage. Right. You can actually connect with a person 150 miles away with a virtual event. You can't do that in person. Yep. All right. And now my favorite part of these uh, conversations with you are your no budget marketing minutes and nonprofits love no budget. And so what do you got for us today? So it might be more like a no budget marketing hour today. Okay. All right. To start the year, right? Right. So I want you to learn to create a content calendar. Okay. You know, what happens with most of us, we're busy. We decide, oh, we need to post on social media today. And you just go post something and then you post something again some other day and you don't really have a schedule or a plan. Mm -hmm. Create a calendar, make a plan and stick to it. It'll make planning everything easier because you'll know on Monday at 10 a.m., here's what I'm going to post. Mm -hmm. On Thursday at 10 a.m., here's what I'm going to post. You can schedule those things using social media tools. You can schedule them to your blog. And a calendar keeps you organized. There's no more of looking at your Facebook page and going, I haven't posted for three weeks. A calendar ensures you keep providing content to your audience. How far ahead do you recommend scheduling, uh, you know, social media posts and whatnot? So I normally stick to a week to a month rotation. Okay. So the caveat is the further out you schedule, the more diligent you have to be if the world changes in the meantime. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to news. If there's a snowstorm, and you had posted a social media event with sunshine and flowers in it, you might want to change that that sure. day. Right. So a week is usually a good start because you kind of know what the week is going to look like. It's easy to plan. But I actually make my calendar a month to six weeks in advance. Wow. And then do the scheduling a week, a week, a week, a week. Now, do you plan just as far as the topic or also the platform that you're going to post on? Everything. Okay. So my content calendar starts with what's on my website. That's column number one. Okay. So whether that's a blog post, whether it's an event, whether it's a promotion, and if that is posted and live yet. The second element is what am I posting on my Facebook page? And I actually write the post and paste the link. I do the, all of this in an Excel spreadsheet. So mm. now I can copy and paste when I schedule. Okay. The third column is for LinkedIn. The fourth column is for Instagram. So now all of my posts are written in this calendar and I can just go copy and paste them right to each channel. Whew. Well, that's a lesson for me because I am guilty of the what's happening today <laughs> <laughs> and then posting it to Facebook and then probably copying some version of that to all, all the other platforms. And probably what will happen when you do it that way is you post to Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram all within, what, five minutes of each other? Yes. <laughs> My guess right. is it's the same audience on most of those channels. Okay, fair enough. So with your content calendar, it might dictate that on Monday you post to Facebook, on Tuesday you post to Instagram, and on Thursday you post to LinkedIn. Yep. So even if the posts are similar, You've now reached the audience three unique times okay. rather than one time three different ways. Gotcha. Uh, one last little thing. Do you distinguish between a post and a story on Facebook or Instagram? Or is it, does, do you plan that out as well? I plan those out as well. So if it's a post can be a post or a story. So mm -hmm. my Facebook thing gotcha. is what I put in my okay. calendar. Gotcha. All right. Well. Awesome. 
thank you so much. And we will look forward to seeing you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. We are going to be off air the rest of January to make room for your Virginia Tech Hokies basketball games. But look forward to talking to you again in February here on Buzz for Good. Meanwhile, please go to our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Buzz number four good, B-U-Z-Z number four good to stay up to date on our work helping nonprofits with marketing challenges. And may all of us here in 2022 aspire to be better Buzz for Goods in our community. Thanks for listening.